everybody. Welcome back to another episode of Ghoul Chat. It's been a minute. This is Jeanette. This is Ashley. This is Alex. We have someone very special here that's not Will. Oh. <laughs> he's gonna not that he's that. not special. Jesus. <laughs> he's going to hate that. Hey, Ashley's uh, not going to listen. So we no, know. you're right. <laughs> Fuck him. He just... Okay, go ahead. Anyways, yeah, <laughs> I'm sorry. Have, I apologize. We have a special guest in studio. Oh. It, Hi, I'm Megan Wild. Um, should I introduce myself? Yeah. Oh, okay. I'm a still life stylist. Um, <laughs> have no... Um, Pull the mic closer to you. Oh, okay. There you go. I have um, no experience in podcasting. Oh, that's better. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I loved the movie, so I'm here to talk about it. <laughs> well, we were going to, I mean, obviously Will would have been here, but everybody knows that he can't stay awake for a movie, yeah. and our main topic is a two and a half hour movie, so he just basically told us I'm not watching it. Yeah. Um, it'll probably come out on video, and he'll watch it in increments of like six parts yeah because <laughs> he still hasn't finished the series no. <laughs> like oh, wow. he yeah he can't watch um the slower burn remember she halloween mm. he fucking fell asleep oh, yeah, even halloween oh, halloween's not halloween. even a slow burn no he <laughs> yeah. just can't watch any movie yeah will has a um, narcolepsy like mild narcolepsy wait really yeah i think he really does it's self-diagnosed <laughs> but, <laughs> but like he falls my friends yeah <laughs> but he falls asleep like I guess when it's cold and dark, he just like <laughs> he's in his cave. Yeah, he, it took so what? It was like a two-hour movie, and it, he yeah. said he had to watch it three times in order to finish it. Oh. And that's a pretty fast-paced movie. It's mm-hmm. it's. I mean, what's our minimum qualifications for being on Ghoul Chat? At least, <laughs> at least watch the movie. Yeah, well, they just watch the movie. <laughs> Stay awake during the movie. Megan went above and beyond and has um, six pages of notes. <laughs> yeah, I'm overqualified. Oh. oh. JK, JK. <laughs> Cut off her mic. Hi. But also, it's okay. Will's not going to listen. <laughs> but also, um, some of the notes are really dumb. So no. One is... Have you heard our podcast? <laughs> <laughs> one is Danny is a cancer. Oh. Yeah. Is she really? Mm, Ashley and I concurred. Yeah. We agree. Yeah, she's this a summer movie, and her birth is in the summer. In July. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Wouldn't that be... Okay. Well, now you know what our topic is. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, our main topic oh. is going to be Midsommar. Midsummer, <laughs> mid midsummer, <laughs> midsummer. <laughs> she did it right. How she, is it? You exhale first. <gasps> oh, that hurts. <laughs> I'm not a stoner, so I can't really breathe. Not no, I'm not saying you are. Which is like, mm, well, all right, Megan. So I guess we do have one question for you before we get into our recap. Okay, my palms are sweaty already. Let's what? No, it's nothing bad. <laughs> what kind of horror do you like, and what's your favorite scary movie? Oh, cute. Mm-hmm. Jumping um, right into it. I know. Um, so I really like movies about possession. The first movie that really scared the fucking shit. Well, The Ring did. But the first movie that, like, was also a slur- slow burn was, um, what was it? Now I can't think of it. Um, what? The main possession movie. The, like, the Exorcist? Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I watched it with my dad when I was, nervous. like, 12. And it scared mm-hmm. the fucking shit out of me, and I've been, like, obsessed ever since. That movie holds up to this day. Mm-hmm. Oh, Like, yeah. if you watch mm-hmm. it, it's still fucking scary. Oh, yeah. It's <laughs> still so pretty creepy. I mm-hmm. love that. That's, like, yeah. Ashley's least favorite. She doesn't fuck with that shit. Oh, really? Like, like possession. I like, I like the, well, I like the demonic uh, ghost movies. Possessions are, like, a little bit, like... Mm-hmm. I get nervous. Yeah. Like, I get nervous. Like, like, they do scare me, and... 
if like uh if it's like a more like ser- like serious slow burn like the mm-hmm. more fun ones like insidious whatever like i'm like okay whatever or the conjuring yeah. but like the more sli- like serious movies i do get scared and jeanette's always threatening to <laughs> do a seance in the house i literally <laughs> did yesterday so, <laughs> yeah like you know our little uh ouija board um mm-hmm. was it what how do you what do you y'all, call it a tray? y'all don't fuck with a ouija board do you no okay see, so, she's scared too yeah see i'm no, like oh, okay that's, it's so, terrifying that's why it's great it was from Hol- uh, target halloween last year like their collection and it's it just like like a little looks like a coke tray <laughs> but it doesn't matter and it's like a ouija mm-hmm. board style so see, 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 all i need we have plenty of shot glasses <laughs> so watch out jeanette's gonna like <laughs> like one day i'm gonna come home and then the the house will be dark it's gonna be candlelit and then like there's really gonna be like a sacrifice on the floor <laughs> the ottoman it's the uh, lee <laughs> lee's like innards are displayed Blood Eagle style. So I don't know if you actually listen, but every week we do like a little recap. So what have you guys done? I want Alex to go first. Why me? Because you always see stuff. You you always go to the movies. You're the dedicated. Let me get my list. (laughs) Yeah, see? Here we go. It's not very long. Alex always goes to the movies. She's like the I I was telling Jeanette earlier (laughs) that I tried to watch the uh, double feature of I Know What You Did Last Mm -hmm. Summer because I wanted to watch Summer Horror, but Mm -hmm. Netflix took it off. So I couldn't oh. find it. I was really mad. Well. Um, so I watched Culture Shock. Uh-huh. Finally, from beginning to end. And um, it's a feature that's on Hulu about a pregnant woman crossing the border for the second time. And the mm-hmm. first time, she was raped and then taken back. So she that she's pregnant with her rapist baby. And um, she gets... Uh, makes it to the border but then wakes up in this like weird creepy like pleasantville town and something's not right and then it gets like all the like matrix like it's weird it's like a Hmm. different dimension or world or something it's like i think like mind simulation is that a thing right the oh, like simulate, like a like a like in in the hunger games when they have the world like simulated for them yeah, oh, yeah. Does she it's have her really baby? fucked up. She does have her baby. Oh, oh. It's that really gross. Like, there's a lot of gore. I love that. Nice. Maybe I won't. You said it was great, right? Yeah, and Bar- Barbara Crampton's in it from Reanimator. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. And is directed by a, a woman. I think her name's Gigi uh... Hadid. <laughs> no, not her. Yeah, Gigi. <laughs> Will, are you? Saul. How do you say that last name? Oh, yeah. Gigi Saul Guerrero. Guerrero. One more time. Guerrero. Mm. Guerrero. Guerrero. Yeah, that's how I would have said it. Guerrero. Um, yeah. She directed it. I think she did a fantastic job. And, it, and it's on Hulu, right? Yeah. yeah. And it's it's both in English and Spanish. It goes back and forth. Oh, I love that. Yeah. What else have you watched? Um... I tried to watch the autopsy of Jane Doe, and I turned it off after like twenty. That's minutes. a possession oh. movie, right? Yeah, I got real bored. Really, I was really? like, "When is anything gonna happen?" That's about it the did. girl from like uh, little. Uh, I don't liars. even know. I just remember Big Little Lies or something. No, no, no. Um, no, JK. Fuck. With- no, that's not the same one. Oh. I know which one you're talking about. Where the she's the like CW a show. And yeah, she's, it's oh, not different her. One. Okay, it's about like a son and a father who were coroners. Oh, definitely. It's like wrong. it definitely starts off slow, but it builds. What's the one yeah. I'm thinking? I don't know. What are you thinking about? She's like a cop, and she gets sent over to the corners because she's like an alcoholic, and then the possession of something, something, somebody else, the oh. po- <laughs> real original, <laughs> 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 yeah. 
the possession uh, of da, 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 da. yeah um no i tried watching it but it was really slow and i was like when is something gonna happen and how it, far in did you get i got 25 minutes in and i was <laughs> nothing like happened. nothing has happened i'm bored <laughs> so i turned it off <laughs> so well um, we'll get into that and then i, I did see so the new lion something. king it oh. was really bad. <laughs> okay. Oh, yeah. I heard Beyonce's a terrible actress. She's pretty bad. Oh. Mm-hmm. I mean, actually, she may be the best and not saying a lot, besides James Earl Jones. What? What do you. It's, okay. Oh, Timon and, and Puma. Oh, wait. Oh, yeah. You saw it too. Okay. Let's see. I Find really don't understand why they didn't just use the original Timon and Pumba. Uh, Nathan, Nathan Lane. Lane. Yeah, I Nathan Lane. He's great. perfect. You can't. But yeah, what's his name? Seth Rogen? In Billy Eichner? Seth Rogen was okay, but I just didn't understand why they replaced Timon and Pumbaa. I Wait, was like, why bring back James Earl Jones, but not Timon and Pumbaa? Yeah. Wait, Seth Rogen was Timon or Pumbaa? Pumbaa. He's a good Pumbaa. Like, um, yeah, for, I guess. I don't know. Maybe just like the it time. Was too distracting for me. There was a lot going to on. like, because I could just hear who it was. And I was just like, this really sounds like, like an his- Animal Planet movie. With voiceover. Dubbed over. <laughs> Is it like, was he doing like his stoner laugh? Yeah, it's just like, I love that. all of them. I could just picture all of them. And I was like, this is taking me so out of this movie. Mm. Also, I just like, did anyone see that side by side of the original animation? And then like the, um, the new one of Akuna Matata. No. It looks really bad. It's just like, they have the original and like how colorful and vibrant and and then they put it side by side to the other one. And it's just like animals running through the forest together. <laughs> Screen. Like, so like, bad. My main quarrel with that was Scar. They could have made him so dope. And he just looks like he has mange. And is like sick. <laughs> and <laughs> his solo song was cut to like 30 seconds. Yeah. And that's my, one of my favorite Disney songs is Scar's. So yeah. Wait, what is it again? Uh, uh, be prepared. prepared. Oh yeah, and it's they, literally cut to like thirty seconds. Is it because of all the the Nazi imagery from the original? <laughs> 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 remember, remember, it was like literally Nazi. Was, and it I did. Was. I, I like the hyenas in it though a yeah. lot. Did they bring Whoopi back? No, they no. Didn't. Oh, they wait, who's Whoopi again? Oh, the hyena. She was a hyena. Yeah. She's so good. Wasn't it the chick from um, Black Panther? Am I? Am it I might. Wrong? I don't know. Lupita? I thought she did a great. Not no. Lupita, the other, the woman who plays like his like right hand warrior. Warrior. I think it was her, but she, I think she did great. And the hyenas were. I okay. So I don't know if you guys knew this. I went to school to work with big cats originally. Oh, so yeah. all the movements and mannerisms. I think they did a great job with showing what actual big cats do in the wild and how they move and how they like speak to each other they did like chuffing which is like a sign of affection between cats and I was like this is cute so I didn't I agree with you in the sense that it was like too fast and if I were a kid watch this I'd be like what the fuck but my roommate told me he was at McDonald's and a a little girl was like because they had the Lion Kings out there she was like, Mommy, even the toys are boring. Oh, <laughs> my God. I feel like as a general rule, I, like, don't see live action remakes. remakes. Nobody I don't asked even for know it. how you can call Nobody them asked for it. live <laughs> action, though. Because <laughs> they're CGI. And they're CGI. Really CGI. Yeah, I heard that the problem was that, yeah, it was too realistic. And I think, and I haven't seen it yet, so I'm not, I can't really, like, you know, but the reviews I'm reading, they don't like how realistic it was. And that the jokes and the lines didn't land because like their eyes were so dead because it looks <laughs> their eyes are so dead <laughs> yeah like and then the color like, schemes are just so like yeah so, like what you said like it's a wild that's it what looks it like really a wild i mean maybe they were trying to make it too real because like yeah, that's what real. it would look like and yeah yeah maybe if they added like a like a little bit of like 
Add some pink in there, girl. Like more saturation and more like light, like maybe cartoony eyes, but leave the rest. um, Yeah. The rest more realistic. I think that could have. Because there's a lot of movies that I didn't even tell the difference between a lot of the lions either. (laughs) Oh, man. I'll wait. I mean, I love The Lion King. I'll wait till it goes on. But it has chuffing, so that's cool. (laughs) Chuffing is always cool. Chuffing sounds like fluffing. It's. I'm just throwing that out there. It's where they breathe. <clears throat> out of their nose instead of like they like s- kind of like midsummer. <laughs> oh, whoa, whoa, <laughs> your nose. <laughs> and it's like cats do it when they have like affection and they like love each other Aww. and Does they cat nuzzle Max up. Do that? Um, sometimes, yeah, cute. Send me a vid. I will. Anything else, BB Alex? Yeah, I saw um, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Oh, yeah, that movie was long as fuck. It's two hours and 45 minutes, it was an hour too long. Mm-hmm. Um, it very much romanticizes, like, 1960s Hollywood, which is fine. I did see a cool billboard that someone hijacked in L.A. where they, they <laughs> once upon a time in Petalwood, and they, they oh, covered... With Petalwood uh, <laughs> They covered Brad Pitt and um, Leo's faces with Roman Polanski and... Uh, what's his face? Epstein? Oh, <laughs> and I was like, yes! Um oh. Um, for those that don't know, I'm not a huge Tarantino fan. I think that he is kind of a piece of shit because he, I don't know, like did that shit with Uma Thurman where he, I that car scene, yeah, the car scene where mm-hmm. he she didn't have a stunt coordinator, so he like she got hurt because mm-hmm. he made her she do her own up. stunt. Yeah, and then I didn't like that when the whole thing with Roman came out, he was like it was consent because he said that he did he said that it was consent because it doesn't matter she was 13 she consented Uh, and I was like no dude so I don't know he's problematic to me also um I don't like the way that he portrayed Bruce Lee in the movie I've heard heard complaints about that yeah I know Bruce Lee's daughter was just like that's really fucked up that's like not my dad Mm -hmm. and um yeah, it was, it was, there were parts of it that I did like. It has a really great, like, kind of gory ending. Um, but I feel like that's, like, with all Tarantino movies, like, you get to a point where there's something that happens for shock value, but it takes so long to get there. And there was, like, I had to go to the bathroom in the middle of the movie, and I was like, I'm just going to go because I'm not going to miss much because all they're doing is just talking. Oh, okay, no intermission. Yeah. <laughs> Margot Robbie barely has any lines. She doesn't say much. I was told that like they made it was a movie that they. Sorry, I'm so far away from Mike. Um, <laughs> that they took the Sharon Tate like murder and made it about men. Yeah, yeah, yeah. cute. <laughs> That's basically, what happened? I was I wanted to go see it yesterday because I have a free ticket for um the Draft House. They give you free birthday tickets. So if you, guys, you did you guys sign up for yeah. that thing? Yeah. Okay, so yeah, they give you a free ticket, but like. I ended up just not doing anything, and me and Alex were just hanging out all day yesterday. But um, I want to see it, and I've heard these complaints, and I listened to, like, the my movie podcast that I listened to about this, and uh, everything you guys are saying, they're saying exactly that. Like, Margot Robbie barely had any lines. Um, it was just, and it was like, they say it's the least Quentin Tarantino movie ever, if that makes sense. Like, it's not like his, it's not like a, there's not a lot of action like a Kill Bill or the uh, oh yeah or Inglorious Bastards or anything, but a lot of people hate that and a lot of people love that. Hmm. So like yeah. of course of course there's gonna be polarizing opinions. I want to watch it because despite 
Quentin Tarantino being like an idiot. Like I think he is like he does make good films. Like I really do love Kill Bill and Inglorious Bastards and The Hateful Eight had a little bit too much N words for me, but I think it, the concept was good. But like yeah, I like that dialogue. Like I like the dialogue a lot of his characters have. That's like a Tarantino esque movie, but you know I'll watch it. I'll I watch also it, just think that the like he has a weird foot fetish. He does. Like, yeah, he I've heard does. about that. Too. Very really apparent in this movie. It's just he's like, like fuck you guys. I'm just putting feet everywhere. I seen was, I seen stills. It like, was just like to the point where it was so uncomfortable. Like there was like a three minute scene just with Margot Robbie, and it's just like okay. What's her feet against the the car window? Is no, that that's a different girl. Oh, is that no, more is like, that's a different I saw it on one. Twitter. Like, they're posting, yeah. like, screen, like, stills. I'm like, this nigga loves feet. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, yeah. All right. What about you, Jaywall? What have you watched? Was that everything? Oh, yeah. Oh, I no. think the only other thing that I've been watching is, like, um, um, almost caught up with Euphoria. Oh, yeah. And that's true. Fucked me up. Yeah. It's really we watched, intense. like, I don't know, like, five episodes yesterday. Yeah. Not doing it. Not doing it. Every time you guys talk about it, everyone's like, I'm fucked up. I'm not in the right headspace to watch this. Like, Have you heard of that show, Megan? Uh, yeah, but I heard that it's uh, like an inaccurate depiction of like high school students. Oh, see, I think the opposite. Mm-hmm. I think it depends on what your high school experience is. Yeah, I was like, it definitely wasn't my high school <laughs> Yeah, experience. Like we were watching it and it's like very intense with like the drugs and sex and the party. Maybe college, but <laughs> maybe yeah. not high school. Well, I think the part, just no spoilers because like it's like, you know, the partying scenes is a little bit much. I'm like, I never went to fucking high school parties. That because like that we didn't get there. invited, actually. Maybe that's why. <laughs> the that white kids didn't invite us. <laughs> like, don't invite the creepy kids. Yeah. Um, maybe you're, you might be right. But, like, I remember those kind of parties. But the drugs and the sex is definitely, like, not much like accurate for myself, but, like, like, you know, people that we hung out with and, like, even, like, personal stuff. I was like, oh, yeah. Like, hmm. yeah, it's pretty, like, uh, right spot on. So people who probably, like, high schoolers don't do that shit. You guys had a very green high school. Watch your kids. Yeah. Be horrified yeah. to think about what current. Yeah, exactly. On and that's what's horrifying. That like, when I watch Ooh. it. Yeah, when I watch it, I'm like, fuck, I don't want to have kids because I was yeah. a fucking mm-hmm. shithead in high school, and I wasn't doing stuff to that level. But I was doing. I'm glad stuff. we didn't have phones back then. Oh, I know. I have been like, record me fighting this bitch. <laughs> <laughs> that would have been me. <laughs> Literally. No, Jay Keisha. <laughs> You'd be Jay Wall. No. <laughs> Wait, what did you say? I said you'd be pink hoodie girl. Literally. Oh. <laughs> no, no. Jake, Wall, no. <laughs> okay, what have you watched? Wall, Keisha? Um, <laughs> I watched the first episode of the show called The Boys. It's like an Amazon original TV show. Not really original because it's based off of a comic, but it's like pretty fucked up simon watched it and he was like just give the first episode a try so it's like eight episodes 97 percent of people liked it Mm -hmm. um and then i'll just read over really quick uh superheroes are often popular as celebrities and influential as politicians and sometimes even as reserved as like gods but what happens when they're not using their powers for good and abusing them and like doing shady shit behind the doors so it just kind of shows how life would be like if we really saw how superheroes were so it's like that world of superheroes mm-hmm. and they're called the seven that's like the crew and um each city has its own like oh can you guys hear me yeah, yeah. my mic went out um each city has its own like superhero but it just shows all the fucked up shit they do behind closed doors like take advantage of women you know oh he's like suck my dick i'm a superhero um mm-hmm. do a bunch of well. drugs and like use 
leverage like oh you don't want to pay this money all right i'm gonna send my town superhero and fuck up your town you know and they're trying Mm -hmm. to use these superheroes and get them into the military too so it's kind of like something really bad happens to a civilian i don't want to spoil that within the first 10 minutes and it's very gory um and it's him essentially trying to get together with the, the boys and um other people who don't have powers and call out the superheroes and get them it sounds kind of like Watchmen. Did you guys, did you guys watch Watchmen? <laughs> yeah, mm-hmm. kind of. Um, in, not, not 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 exactly that, but you know how like Watchmen has like very morally ambiguous superheroes. Yeah. It's like that kind of vibe. It That's is. What it reminds me of that only that part. That's Definitely. Uh, the two but. characters that I know in it because I don't really know the cast or the cast members um, is Carl Urban. He was in Keith Urban's son. Is he? I don't know. I'm just <laughs> I was like, I'm wait, like, really? I don't think so. They're around the same age. <laughs> I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Um, the guy from Star Trek. He's in the new Star Trek. He's William like, Shatner. No, Carl <laughs> Urban. <laughs> oh. wait, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Um, and he's also, what's his name? Carl. Um, Dread. You guys will know his face. Yeah, I've seen this face. Oh, yeah, yeah. he looks like, uh, oh, never mind. He looks way different with facial hair. Yeah. And um, he's in it. That's the one guy I know, and the guy from Shaun of the Dead, the main guy. I don't oh, know his name. Shaun. Yeah, but he plays a serious role. So I've been watching. Well, I watched the first episode of that, and that's kind of all I've been doing. Um, what was creepy was I was looking through the shed at work. I needed something, and there's like this random shed where they just put shit at work. So I went inside, and I found this Tibetan Book of the Dead. No, are and you serious? I was like, why is this here? And obviously, I took it, and so I'm reading that right now. And you brought that in her house? Yeah, it's in her house. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I'm you gonna put it out. on your. Uh, I was Ouija like, board why is this thing? with children? Yeah, for like you know how people have just little coffee table books. Yeah. <laughs> it's a Book of the Dead. It's Great. only like this gonna, big. It's about to be haunted. Mm-hmm. But like, why would that be at a place for children? Because maybe that was that the was seance shit. Yeah, something <laughs> weird happened in your office, bitch. Now you're bringing it to our house. But I thought that was cool. <laughs> I was like, I'm writing the screenplay as we, as we speak. <laughs> Hopefully, um, I die. <laughs> Make that happen. Okay. She's like, you crazy bitches. And that's uh-huh. it. What about you? Um, I haven't. Well, I watched. Let me see. Um, in terms of like genre, me and Lee watched um, The Fifth Element, <laughs> which mm. I like watching old, like older like sci-fi horror movies to see if they well horror all the time, but even like sci-fi to see if they still hold up. And The Fifth Element does hold up for the most part. Like it's like interesting when you watch Chris Tucker's character, like how you're oh, fabulous. And yeah. I've never actually seen that whole movie through. <gasps> really, it's, it's a good movie. so good. But, like, you know how he's, like, very, like, gender queer yeah. or, like, a 90s movie. Because, yeah, he's very flamboyant and feminine and his he speaks in a high-pitched voice. But he's, like, getting all this ass from, like, ladies. He's very princess. Prince. Yeah. yeah. So, like, I kind of – and they they didn't really make too many homophobic jokes either. Mm-mm. So, but that – like, I noticed that right away, which is very interesting for a 90s movie. Um, but, yeah, it still holds up. I like it a lot. Um Mila, is it Mila Jovovich? Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's like so beautiful. She's a movie. fucking babe in that movie. Yeah, she's gorgeous. Um, and then I also watched uh, First Man, another sci-fi. Um, you you kind of walked in on us rewatching it last night, and then me and Alex were like this is too fucking anxious because like we were trying to like work on some stuff, some personal stuff for Alex, and the movie's very like it's a very like dramatized like 
intense movie and I was like okay we're gonna watch Euphoria and that didn't help Alex either (laughs) but like when I watched it the first time by myself last weekend it's on HBO right now it's a great sci-fi movie I love like those space movies like Interstellar like the more serious ones Interstellar what's the other one that just came out Gravity, like the like the sci-fi mix the drama. You don't like them? Interstellar stressed me. I out. love Interstellar. Really? Yes. Why? That's it's with uh, Sandra Bullock, right? Sandra Bullock's Gravity. Oh, Gravity yeah. stressed me the fuck out. Yeah. yeah. And then Interstellar's with Matthew McConaughey. Oh yeah, that I would make me one. cry. I love that movie. But um, yeah, First Man's great. Um, Ryan Gosling. Yeah. yeah Ryan Gosling. Okay, I do. Remember. I was like, I walked in on you, but no, I, <laughs> I didn't know it was called First Man. But. Oh yeah, yeah. It's about um, Neil Armstrong. That's who Ryan Gosling's playing, and it's like interesting to see how the set looked when they faked the landing of the moon. I, <laughs> yeah, I get it. Yeah, that's a moon. A moon walked in higher. Yeah. You know, they teach that in New Zealand that like the moon landing is what? possibly probably. I have a friend from New Zealand. And she's like, did you know? That oh. in school, in school, we learned that your moon landing is probably fake. And I was Ooh, like, let Donald oh. Trump find that out. Okay, <laughs> New Zealand, World War Three. Oh, yeah, he does. Oh, <laughs> fuck. We can't get into that right now because yeah. I, I kind of like, I'm scared. But the fact, but we did, we have been into space like that. We all agree about that, right? Not yeah. about the moon, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, but like the fact that, like, when you look at how rinky dinky these fucking spaceships were in the 60s and 50s and that people still went into space and like the, the special effects are really great and it is like yeah it brings it gave me a lot of anxiety watching them the whole fucking spaceship shaking as they're breaking through like the atmospheres and like all of a sudden you see darkness outside just like and I was telling Jeanette and Alex like the people astronauts and people who go up there like thank goodness for them because I would never fucking do that like they they're adventures they want to do shit like that and thank goodness for people like that but like I could never do that it's like so crazy so great like seeing sparks outside and you're like in fucking space I can't I mean beyond that just also just going to the bathroom (laughs) it's a thing I don't know if you've ever looked up articles there are articles about how they have to go to the bathroom I don't know in their spacesuit they have to like go in a dighty and then put a glove on and like pull it out of the dighty I'm not kidding wait Wait, what do you mean a dighty like a diaper Like a diaper. Huh? You have to wear diapers? I think so. You guys don't? I did did not. I prefer thanks. Yeah. Well, like, that reminds me of the astronaut who drove hours to kill her husband in the 90s and she wore a diaper. Why? (laughs) So she learned to Yeah. She wanted to keep going. She was an astronaut. Good for her. She's literally unfazed. She's like, I do this all the time. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, yeah. That's a real case. Look at <laughs> Why is the that's dedication? She she wanted to fucking kill that. She bull. had no time to stop. Yeah, so she just <laughs> drove for hours to go kill this bull, and she was she wearing a diaper. For ten minutes. <laughs> speaking of killing your boyfriend, <laughs> is there? Wait. Did you? Oh wait. yeah. Speaking of. Wait. Okay. Wait. Is there segue. another? Yeah. You didn't get it. Yeah, segue. I got it. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was like, wait. The segue. It was a segue. <laughs> a failed great, one, but great segue. <laughs> But just just really quick, um, let me see. Um, it is coming out soon, Ugh. September sixth. September sixth. We have to get our tickets. We have to get them. But what? Where? <clears throat> AMC. Yeah. Okay. I just reserved one, but I don't know if I'm actually gonna go to that showing. 
Oh, I'm pretty sure like you would want to. I might want to go see it twice. I always like seeing horror movies twice. I saw it twice. I think. Yeah, mm-hmm. I saw it at, in Times Square, and then I saw it with you. We had this conversation. Say what? It. What happened? It looks terrible. <laughs> really? Yes! The second one? Yes. Why? It looks it. Jeanette. <laughs> you don't, go. Don't drag me. Yeah, no. Tell no. So tell your your. It looks fun. Megan and I had this conversation. Like she's like, I'm not excited for it, and I'm like, I want it to be fucked up, and I want it to be gory, and I want it to be not funny. I want it to be scary. I want it to terrify mm. me, but I feel like it's gonna be not that. I'm sorry, the old lady like wiggling when she walks from doorway to door. <laughs> I'm like. It, like, if it weren't so, like, if she weren't just, like, nobody can see me, like, convulsing on the table, but it's, like, if Very she weren't animated. just, like, like, she mm-hmm. looked, she looked, it's humorous. <laughs> clown-like. Yeah. Oh. Okay. If, I'm, I was just, like, I can't. Yeah, take, I get it. It just it killed it at that moment. But you know what? Like, when I saw the trailer, here's my thing. When I, for, even before the first one, I thought the first one was going to be scary, right? Like, super scary. I thought it and was going to be scary. And then we, I watched it, and I was like, oh, it's not really scary. There's, like, a couple of jump scares, but it's, like, more of, like, a fun, scary yeah. movie. So, for chapter two, I'm not, I have my, expe- my expectations for scariness is low. Yeah. I'm just going in there just for a good story and seeing the actors, you know, act They have a great cast. That was yeah. what we were saying. The cast I'm is not, really good. I know yeah. it's not, it's probably not going to scare me. I'm hoping to be surprised and actually get scared and see some really fucked up shit. It'll definitely be gory. We all know that. But in terms, yeah, because it has, I'm pretty sure it's Because they're adults. Yeah. Adults. They're, they're going to push mm. it a little bit more. But in terms of like, will it scare me? Again, like we, we always talk about like what, scare, what scares me. It's probably not going to scare me. I might get... I yeah. want jump scares and I want there's gonna be there's definitely gonna be jump scares but those don't really scare me that's yeah. the thing but I think it's gonna be fun it's gonna yeah. be a fun movie that's what we said we're going yeah. into it like as a fun movie as a fun and, movie yeah. but overall she's not can I go see it with you guys yeah though? yes <laughs> I just saw that's gonna be like almost how long two, two and a half hours two yeah. two forty <gasps> yeah, yeah it's a long movie so we have to wear diapers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love when jokes come full circle. <laughs> yeah, we have to wear diapers. And the other stuff I'm looking forward to just really quick. Season two, Mindhunter, next weekend. I'm not leaving the house. And The Lighthouse, the guy who directed The Witch. When this comes out, I believe that Mindhunter will already be out. Nice. Well, I wanna, I'm definitely going to want to talk about that next episode. And The Lighthouse, are you guys going to go see it? The guy who direct, wrote and directed The Witch, the VV Witch. I haven't seen the trailer. The Nightingale's also out. Oh yeah, that's that's the, the Baba. So just because we didn't do a lot those past weeks, sounds like we have a lot of catching up yeah, to do in the weeks stuff. to come. Yeah, it's like, only playing at two theaters right now. It's playing at IFC. I'm yeah. waiting for it to get a wider release so I can use my pass. Okay, <laughs> do it. Yeah, let's do it. Oh wait, oh, wait, uh, Megan, have you watched anything genre? Oh my god, no. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> sure. We don't want to leave. She's you like out. the list is long. <laughs> so long we won't even like sci-fi it. horror fantasy anything uh, anything well, nerdy i watched a docu-series uh which i'm like so late to this party but wild wild country have you all seen it i haven't seen it yet. <gasps> oh, i know it's about oh, the cult it's fucked up oh. but like not like crazy horror fucked up but just kind of like real life fucked up. like bitch is crazy like really smart kind of trumpian very crazy you should watch it I've you would heard, enjoy I've heard it. good things yeah i just haven't it's one of those things I have to sit. It's going to be like, I have to sit and watch it and just mm-hmm. get into it. Yeah, that's like a day investment. Mm-hmm. Absorb it. I've heard it's great, though. Yeah. Yeah, we like true crime here. Well, Jeanette. I'm trying to get into it. I'm trying to get into it. I'm working true crime. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. 
This podcast is a true crime. <laughs> All right. So, speaking of true crimes, if you didn't know, Midsummer is based on a true story. <laughs> Wait, who by who did it? You? Um, I am not. Oh, I would have been way worse. I wouldn't have waited for the ceremony. I would have busted in there right then when that happened and done it to him. Oh. She's not joking. Do um, you hear the <laughs> spoiler alert? The the spoiler alert. I, yeah, you don't know what I did yet. No, oh, yeah, she didn't, she didn't spoil anything. Actually, it was very vague. It was very. Great. I'm not going to jail. Like I know how to use my words. Throw, take me to jail. <laughs> Throw um, away the key. Um, Midsummer. Long. We had, the three of us actually saw it twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So loved yeah. it. Um, yeah, I know we're coming out with this little. Uh, a little bit later, but we still wanted to talk about it because it's a. I like the movie. It's so good. Um, it's still in theaters right now, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Which I'm really surprised yeah. by. Is how long do movies you you know you would know more about this? Like even if it's like not after like the opening weekend, what's the the average like life that a movie stays in a theater? I think that it depends on the type how of popular. movie it is and how popular it is. Mm, I, it's yeah. still in theaters though. Yeah, and I'm like actually a little bit. Surprised surprised by that because it's still at Nighthawk and it's still at Alamo like as mm-hmm. of two days ago that's because looking. there hasn't been enough indie films coming out for them to replace it <laughs> that's my theory oh. I mean the fucking only thing that came out this weekend was the Fast and the Furious sequel so oh yeah <laughs> I kind of want to wa- I don't want to pay for that but Lee wants to watch it and I'm no. like yeah. of course, like I just want to have you seen the trailer for that yeah it's outrageous I laughed, I, laughed. I laughed out loud in the theater like you know like when it after it cuts off and it goes dark I laugh so fucking loud and people are laughing at me because it's so out of control but anyways um yeah so let's all let's do a brief um non-spoilerly thoughts and reviews like about the movie let's start with you man oh non-spoilerly yeah oh my god i'm not i don't know if i'm prepared just like how it makes you feel no plot points visuals the visuals were oh they were incredible incredible and the costumes like I don't know. I feel like they had to like shell out some cash for like the costuming. It just looks and so for the record, the first time I saw this, I saw this with a friend who he is not Swedish. His wife is Swedish and they attend Midsummer and like yeah, they go all the they they go to Sweden all the time. He's like fluent in Swedish like so when I was watching it, I was like, "What do you think about this?" and pissing off the person <laughs> next to me. But um he was like he was really like creeped out because he was like this is so authentically he did his research yeah like m- this is so midsummer this is and also like the feeling when they get there and all the swedes are like hey how are you like welcome and like give them strawberries or whatever the fuck it is like they're he's like it's very much like the vibe the like happy-go-lucky like welcoming vibe of and it, he, i was like does it look accurate and he was like it looks exactly like the same. He was like, it's a little bit more lush when you're actually there, but it's mm-hmm. spot on. Yeah, because so. they filmed it in Hungary. Not oh, in did Sweden. they? Yeah, so that's probably... Mm. Yeah, but... um, So since your friend speaks Swedish, then he could understand the parts that they were speaking they input subtitles for, which probably creeped him out even more. Mm-hmm. I wonder what they were saying, because, yeah, there are parts in the movie where the cult's talking, and they don't put subtitles in mm-hmm. anything. She gives that speech. Yeah, stuff. the speech in yeah. the beginning, yeah. Well, there's... um. The only thing that he translated for me was when the, uh, I forget his name, the Swedish dude, the main Swedish dude. Pele? Pele. Yeah. When he goes up to his friend Mm -hmm. and they're talking and he says, do you think I'm fat? And uh, (laughs) that's the only part that was translated That's the only part that matters. (laughs) 
All um, right. What ooh. about um, you, BB Alex? Um, so I feel like I did tons of research before Midsummer. I enjoyed it, but I also um, felt that I, I wanted it to be more gory, and I thought that it was going to be more supernatural or any sort of supernatural mm-hmm. element. Um, and I guess that just because of hereditary, I was like, mm-hmm. something's going to happen. Same. And then nothing really happened, and I was like, oh. Okay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, but I enjoyed it. I I really loved the visuals as well. And I know that um, it was a really difficult set to work on because uh, they were trying to catch daylight. Mm-hmm. And they were shooting at a really bad time to be doing that. Mm-hmm. And um, they had, because it was shot in Hungary, they had people speaking three different languages. And some people didn't know how to speak Swedish and Hungary and English. So it was like a lot of communication and translation and I, I watched a lot of interviews and they said that it was like a really difficult set mm, so I'm, it's, I think for what it was is, and the amount of money that they had they did like a fantastic job yeah um, yeah same thing here um, me and Jeanette attended we said in the, in the last episode we attended a screener a press screener a few days before and the whole time I was very tense um, not because I was scared necessarily, but more like I was expect like same as you. I was expecting some fucked up shit like in Hereditary, and um, I think because of that, the first time I watched it, it was kind of slow for me because I was expecting some yeah something supernatural or something super fucked up to happen, and nothing really fucked up happens until like after an hour. Well, no, no, the first twenty five minutes, yeah. but that but that didn't. I mean, that did raise the the stakes a little bit for me. But then after that first 20 minutes or whatever, it was very slow. And when it got to the end, I remember watching it and I was like, oh, this is how it ends. Oh, and I was like, well, <laughs> like it's after the after we watched it, like me and Jeanette were talking. I was like, I'm not sure what to think of it yet. Like, I definitely like the visuals. The visuals are stunning. The cinematographer is excellent. I think it's the same guy he used for Hereditary, which is very interesting because Hereditary is so dark and this movie's so bright and like, Technicolor, kind of, you know, very beautiful. But yeah, I love the cinematography. I love the score. The score is great. Um, Jeanette walked in on me listening to it. Like, she's <laughs> like, oh, should I be worried? <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I always love the score is fucking amazing. I need a, I can't pronounce that guy's name. But all in all, um, when I rewatched it a second time with Megan a week ago, I enjoyed it more because I wasn't expecting to be like scarred. Like, you know hereditary so I just went in there with a different mindset and the movie went by faster for me and I enjoyed it a lot more the second time around but um yeah I know that if you don't like a slow burn you're not gonna like this movie mm. and but you know I liked it I enjoyed it not it's I still like hereditary a lot more but Midsommar is a great movie his great second how you call it a sophomore effort mm, I think yeah. it's good what about you Jay Will? um basically everything that you guys said visually the score um, I thought it was kind of funny. <laughs> it was mm, funny. Mm-hmm. Like, mm, I enjoyed yeah, that. Was, you know, was. they had a lot of one-liners. And I wish... I, I also saw it twice, and the first time was very slow. I think even after I saw it the second time, it was still a little too long for me. Mm. And I wish that they would have gone more into depth. Because there, there was a lot of gore, and somebody who really likes gore and things like that, the gore was amazing. But I wish he would have gone more in depth 
of how mm-hmm. you know people died he kind of just showed them disappearing mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. that was my only real beef with it yeah yeah about to say it is a funny movie yeah mm-hmm. it is actually like pretty funny it's I weird i think you need that sense of yeah that balance yeah. Yeah. gives it nice breaks yeah mm-hmm. yeah because or else it was just like so we when we left <laughs> what did that lady say in the bathroom oh it's complete rubbish <laughs> this lady was talking <laughs> <laughs> yeah she's like it was rubbish but then there were people in the bathroom who were like i liked it it was scary it's a lot to take in mm-hmm. yeah and then you yeah. kind of just have to like let it sit, sit and think about it and Mm-hmm. Feel, like rethink about it yeah but and it's definitely a movie you should watch twice mm-hmm. it's one of those um it's a lot of it's a lot of not as many layers like how hereditary had but there's a lot of stuff in the background that you should pay attention to the second time around but all right are we ready to get into spoiler territory and just shoot sure, the did shit we say us what it was about yet or do we oh yeah just no, read the plot yeah, real quick you, if you want do you have it up the summary? No. Oh, um, bitch, no, you should. <laughs> I have the plot, but I don't have like a quick summary. I Let mean, me... I guess I can just say what it's about. I don't need to read anything. Oh, yeah, do Alex Do Alex, Al- Alex summary. <laughs> Here we go. You should have heard uh, Will laughing at me last night as I was narrating Euphoria. <laughs> oh, yeah. Everything she was like, that was happening, my reactions to it. She's like, oh. Oh no! Oh, I like the to fuck? live like message them when I'm watching a movie, and I'm like, "Oh, oh yeah, she does that God. all the time." Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, that's um, what I was hoping when we saw that we, me, you, and Will C would only be the only only people in the theater, and we could just talk shit. Mm-hmm. But it was a full theater still, like last week, oh, which, yeah. or two weeks ago, which was crazy. But, all right. Yeah. So, oh, oh mine went out too, or sorry. maybe I just heard yours. I think it was mine. Sorry. Okay. Um, yeah, it's got like a little thingy right here. Oh, you need to be oh don't shock oh, yourself. <laughs> Okay, so Midsummer is about Danny, who's a college student, grad student, right? Mm-hmm. And she is a little bit needy. She's definitely a cancer. Oh. <laughs> and um, she's, she is worried about her sister because her sister suffers from bipolar disorder, right? Yes. And um, she doesn't want to, like, bother her boyfriend about it, but he's already kind of emotionally checked out of this relationship. So uh, a huge tragedy happens um within her family and she's trying to deal with it the best she can and her boyfriend feels bad so he invites her on this um trip to Sweden with his friends as they do like uh one of their friends is doing like a thesis about this Swedish uh what is the a commune commune yeah mm-hmm. and um they go there and they do a lot of drugs and a lot of fucked up shit happens and then um her relationship falls apart even more. Nice. And that's the summary. I love that. It's <laughs> <laughs> basically that's basically it. It's a breakup. It's a, it's a, it's a movie about a breakup. Fairy yeah. tale breakup. Oh yeah. He describes it as a, a a Wizard of Oz for perverts. That's a direct quote from Ari Aster. <laughs> yeah. Um, I can see that. that. Yeah. But yeah, let's get it. Let's get into that. Thought. I th- think that you know especially in the beginning when things started happen for me the movie's very like tense mm-hmm. and i could feel the audience i don't know if you guys did especially in the beginning after spoiler here we go her sister does end up sending her all these like encrypted messages about how she's gonna go and she's taking mom and dad with her and then she finally fucking does it and kills her it parents was very bizarre that she was sending it through email 
like AOL text. Yeah, I was like, yeah. why are they emailing? It looked like Facebook message. Yeah. Wow. I didn't know. I was very Oh, confused. so she was emailing a little bit, wasn't she? I think it was email. Yeah. But there weird. were like pop up like, hey, yeah, yeah. I'm worried on the sidebar. Yeah. Um. So yeah, she finally fucking does it. Um, it and was you really good anticipation. Feel, or that's yeah. like building suspense because mm-hmm. she kept like calling her boyfriend and then and then when she was like screaming, I was like, oh, yeah, yeah. that's her famous line in that movie was screams <laughs> I know <laughs> and the visual of just like seeing her sister in what I didn't understand how she died I had to look it up after I was oh, really? carbon monoxide yeah. I was like Creative. how what was the thing on her face the vent and to like put all the was, carbon monoxide into her yeah lungs. she literally well, well, bought like a funnel and hooked it up to a hose and then fucking taped, taped it, it to her imagine face. like you cut off all the exo- so how did she kill her parents she she turned a funnel okay. into their room. So the oh. remember how they turned off the cars in the beginning? So mm-hmm. she if if you're in a house and every door and window shut and it's filling up with that gas from the cars. Isn't this what it's happened gonna... in the virgin suicide? Yes. That's exactly how they died. So people do that. <laughs> it's like a people? real thing. It's like they really cut off all. Go. Yeah. It is? Oh my god, yeah. that's how I that one kid the died with the for carbon monoxide poisoning. Wait, and god. you don't smell it, right? No, no. no. You yeah. just get really you get sleepy. Sleepy. Yeah. And that's why her parents, when they show her parents, they're, they're just asleep. asleep. They're asleep. I was like, Cause they're, yeah, she killed them in their sleep. Cause she, oh my God. Yeah, you know, that was the way people kill themselves. Well, I knew that because of the, that, um, movie. Well, it's not a movie. It is a lifetime movie, but it's that, <laughs> that couple, the girl who was like charged with her boyfriend's death. Cause he that's committed she, suicide. Yeah. I think that's how he killed himself. With the car. Yeah. 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 Oh, so you didn't. Okay. It's okay, Alex. It's fine. But I just didn't, I had to like, <laughs> I was amateur. confused. No, well, I mean, I didn't know why she she had throw up all over her though. So I guess she, just the amount. Oh, yeah, really? yeah. Was, it was like a direct funnel to yeah, her face. Yeah, like, whereas it was a. I think it. Yeah, I, I think it just shows how fucking crazy she was to do oh, that yeah. to herself. Yeah. That's what it was. Mm-hmm. Like she really wanted to fucking die and make sure she died. Mm-hmm. And even though she could have easily taken the tape off herself, I'm sure she still wanted. She fucking suffered. She yeah. Mm-hmm. She exactly. and she wanted and she's just fucked up. That's that was the point of that scene. Yeah. Um. But yeah, I mean, okay, yeah, I thought I thought the visuals during that scene were great, like the red and the the police lights flashing, mm-hmm. and then like it was kind of like very horror esque. The pan, in. the pan, and then slow. like the slow, yeah, that definitely built up. A I lot thought of it was an incredible opening. Yeah, and I think that's why I was like, let's go. But. I think the the main people, or the main people, the main problem people had was similar to like jordan peele they went in thinking about hereditary Mm -hmm. you know everyone was like oh this is going to be a like um jordan peele's movie and then when they saw us they were like this i didn't like it as much so if Mm -hmm. you have this predisposition mind frame of going into it i think he held a lot to his own what he normally does like a lot of research easter eggs visuals Mm -hmm. music things like that and gore he's very fucked up (laughs) um (laughs) But it was totally different than Hereditary. Yeah. So. But that's what I liked about it. Yeah. It's like same. literally complete opposite end of the scale. I would, yeah. I would say that it is not, they're not the same movie, but then they kind of are in mm-hmm. themes. Yes. And maybe that's another thing that, why it didn't affect me as much, because first 20 minutes of the movie, someone dies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like a, fa- a familial death. Mm-hmm. Like he's kind of like, you could tell he, something fucking happened in his family where he like was- it was like a horrific death. <laughs> In his family, like, there's something weird with Ari. Trauma. Like, trauma, yeah. So, again, like, hereditary, first half hour, fam- some a familial death, and then it, the rest of the movie explores that the grief of that death, and then the end, that there's a catharsis of some sort. So, yeah. it's like, it kind of has that same theme. Oh, formula. 
Yeah, there's like, yeah, there's like, there's that, it hit the same beats. You yeah. know what was different though also is it was hard for me, I think a lot of people had this problem, to get attached to anybody yeah. but Danny and yes. Christian. Oh, you know? yeah. Because you didn't really, one, you didn't see when they died, and two, they didn't, re- there was a lot of characters, and you, they didn't really put too much time. Well, we just know he's an asshole. They're all assholes. All of his friends were kind mm-hmm. of like dicks in their own way. Totally. Um, yeah. So yeah, I didn't really care that they died. Yeah, that's part of it too, like why there was not, like after the first, that first scene, there wasn't enough tension or suspense for me, because they didn't it, the movie doesn't invest a lot of time in the, the development group. yeah the character mm-hmm. i really care and but i think that might be the point too if that makes sense like in the first the first frame of the movie tells you what's gonna happen mm-hmm. right that mm-hmm. that um mural it shows danny and then her parents getting cut off that um that picture literally the first oh, frame of the movie. it's just like a, a mural yeah mm-hmm. yeah okay so like I'm it literally tells you what's gonna happen in that first second of the movie so and then like also you just know like horror tropes you don't go to a fucking foreign country you know like so i think ari's playing on that trope and saying you guys know what's gonna fucking happen to these kids they're dicks that's not what the movie is about but we'll get into that later um what other megan you've been a little quiet i want you to talk tell us us your notes notes. oh god fucking six pages (laughs) Well, I don't want to, like, I'm a podcast amateur, so I don't want to, like, skip ahead and, like... No, we can we, go bounce... We yeah, go yeah, from, like, yeah. the ending to, like, yeah, the beginning. I don't we don't I'm, ever make I don't, sense. Who do you think was your favorite character? In the- I mean, my favorite character was Danny. Like, I I related to her in a certain way. Like, I went through a shitty breakup, and I was like, yeah, bitch, get it. Like, and what I found kind of interesting, though, is, like, the second time I saw it, there were parts where I was like, does Christian, like, are, are there parts where he's actually genuine and not just, like, a asshole the no. whole time yeah <laughs> I, well there were certain parts at the beginning that i was like maybe but yeah that's um but also like going back um talking about the director's like style and stuff i was talking to a friend of mine and they were like yeah he is really good at capturing um like um female characters like grief and like uh, like moments like that um, there was actually one part that was like a little triggering for me when she's grieving, like right after she finds out that her family's dead and she's screaming on the couch. Oh like I was chills. like, <laughs> yeah, she's screaming on the couch. And I was sitting there like, oh, like I, I almost kind of freaked out a little bit because that's how it feels, you know. Um, and this so. was her like debut, the girl, right? She was this like her big film. Has she been in anything else? She's before? been in other stuff, oh. but I think the most but most this is like a bigger yeah like right. a bigger role for her yeah she's gonna be a little woman next year mm-hmm. with uh she was just in fighting for fighting with my family oh yeah i've heard yeah, i haven't seen that is that good i haven't seen it i've, I've heard i've heard that well this is the first i've seen of her yeah, <laughs> yeah, i think yeah. she did great yeah like because she's probably like a supporting role in that i would mm. assume right or is no she the she's lead? the main she's the lead she's oh, the lead she plays a goth girl <laughs> oh goth ah. girl that wrestles <laughs> Ooh, oh, yeah. friend friend or foe um he said it's cool by the way Okay, okay, cool. All right. Um, another thing that I thought was kind of interesting, they emphasize, like, the whole, you know, the uh-huh. thing. Like, also, there's emphasis on her breath throughout the entire film. Like, 
when she's getting fucked up in the field or when she's having a breakdown on the plane. And then also when she finally breaks and cries, instead of like letting out a wail, she inhales, which I thought was kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. I don't know. That might be like literally nothing. But she goes, <gasps> yeah, like she inhales being her pain. Exhales. <laughs> yeah. So it just I thought the in- emphasis on the breath throughout the entire film was kind of interesting. And my friend brought up a good point where like, at the end when everybody's convulsing and like usually that would be a point where you hear her breath like where it kind of hones in on that and you don't and that's like kind of a resolve mm-hmm. but maybe not i think they capture what anxiety is pretty accurately mm-hmm. and like when they show that when she's talking on the friend in the beginning of the film to christian and they show her opening her medicine cabinet and it shows the ativan i was like i remember when i was on that like mm. like I that I was a uh, I was on Ativan for a while because uh, my anxiety used to be really bad. Oh yeah. So like they portray like the the scene too. Like we'll get into like the more creepy fucked up scenes, but the cliff scene when after that happens and like the silence and like it's like kind of like everything's doled out and like you could just like I that's exactly how like yeah. an anxiety attack feels. It's totally. Like, you just kind of like I think everyone in the audience felt like that. Same yeah. idea with it's like, like yeah. you know, they want you to feel they want you to feel what an anxiety attack feels like. And yeah. I think he portrays that pretty well, pretty uh-huh. accurately. Um since we're allowed to bounce around a lot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. When they're so when the two elderly, they're not even elderly. They were just the older people who mm-hmm. are about to like sacrifice themselves what i thought was kind of interesting was if you're looking at the rock that they're about to put their hands on there's water reflecting in the rock did you see no, that i didn't mm-hmm. oh there's like there's like a water ripple reflecting in the rock which i thought was kind of interesting because i was like why the mm-hmm. fuck is that there no i didn't see yeah. that yeah but then you had commented back on when i was like what happened to what's the girl's name the london girl oh yeah connie yeah i was like what the fuck happened to connie and yeah yeah so we um i after i saw the movie the first time i read the script and did you read the script alex for midsummer no the script they left out a couple stuff and uh, like rightfully so because that movie would have been super long can you send it to me yeah i'll send it um And actually, Ari is showing the full cut of the movie, like a three-hour cut. I'm gonna I think, go see it um, in New York. There's a there's a, a horror movie. I, I sent the link in a group chat, but there's a horror movie film festival thing oh, happening. Yeah. Like I think at the end of this or end of yeah end of August. Fuck you, August already. But yeah, um, <laughs> in the script, um, Connie, who is the one of the one half of the couple from London or England, I would assume England. Um, there's a scene where another ritual scene where they kind of observe and i think this happens after after the cliff scene um they all walk to the river the the cult plus you know the americans and the english people and there's like a how do i describe it the um they go to a river and they're speaking in swedish so yeah of course like we don't understand what they're saying but in the script it's like yeah they're speaking swedish and they're doing this ritual where the women are naked and they're holding um, a lit torch, and they go they go into the river, and then they say something in Swedish, and then there's like a kid who goes by the river and says that he's going to sacrifice himself so they can get some you know something with crops or harvest mm-hmm. or whatever, and he's about to jump, but of course like the cult's like no 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 no, and so basically like I guess that ritual is to show that they would to to prove to the gods that they would sacrifice this child to bring whatever good crops and harvest whatever mm-hmm. but 
that is a foreshadowing for how Connie dies. And they don't show it in the movie, but like when you see at the end when Pele is pushing Connie in that wheelbarrow, she's all bloated and like and there's like moss and shit on her. So they what they showed in that ritual in the script that they might have filmed, but they just didn't put it in the movie, is that instead of the little boy who sacrifices himself, they sacrifice Connie and they leave her in the river until the end of the ending. So they need her. Yep. Mm-hmm. Interesting. So mm-hmm. and then was there another one? trying to think of like other deleted scenes where it's like you're like what the fuck happened and then like that's the only one I can think of at this moment something else might come up but yeah I wish they kind of kept that it probably would have been a really pretty visual yeah can mm-hmm. we talk about the theory surrounding the, what is his name Pele Pe- 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 oh yeah Pele Pe- mm-hmm. Pe- yeah. what's the theory uh, so I read a couple I he read creep? that he um he a freak? he's the oracle oh oh yeah and I've also read that he because he is the oracle that people think that he actually was the one that killed Danny's family in order to like get her to be like the May Queen, um, which I don't necessarily I don't believe because he I was disagree. he was with her boyfriend I think at the time that when she called yeah, yeah. Um, um I don't know I feel like those both those theories seem kind of like far the far well it's because I think I read the art I read an article saying something like that too there. When they show the parents sleeping in the bed, mm-hmm. on the picture of Danny, there's, a, like, flowers around mm-hmm. her. There are. But like, a crown of flowers. was just, like, for shadow. Yeah, exactly, yeah. I don't think it's, like, I think it might be just a visual. Mm-hmm. Um, how do you say, like, a visual cue? Like, well, uh, just, like, an aesthetic thing. Not mm. really, like, related like to the plot. Just, like, an Easter egg. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like, yeah. something yeah, like yeah. that. Like, just a, yeah, foreshadowing kind of thing. Well, But, I, yeah, go on. So What's the other one? The, the other one where it's, like, Pell's. Pele, mm-hmm. right? It's the oracles because at the end of the movie, he's given the crown of flowers, mm-hmm. and it's for his unclouded intuition. Yes, yeah. and they said earlier that the oracles get, um, that they become or oracles because am I saying that right? Oracles? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah because are. they um have unclouded intuition, yeah. and um, he draws pictures mm-hmm. on the table. So they're draw. saying that they, he prophesies like the whole. But well, then thing. what about, like, the <laughs> creepy thing, child, the inbred one that was the Oracle I think already? maybe it's, like, because pa- I thought he was the Oracle, too, actually. Like, I think it's, like, maybe passed on or something yeah. like that. Uh. Because then when he's sitting with her on the couch and he's kind of looking her over and he's like, you know what? I think it's really good that you're coming, actually. Like, I think this is really good. You, mm-hmm. like, see it in his mind, him being like, okay, like, having it work out for him. And he and he says that after she says, oh, yeah, it's my birthday. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I think, think he knew she was going to be the May Queen. Definitely, I, at yeah. least. Yeah. Um, I just thought he, like, really had some feelings. Or, like, maybe he was, like, com- he found comfort in her because they related a lot. And he was like, oh, my parents died in a fire, which also, like, it was probably sacrificing themselves in the end when they burned down the house. Mm-hmm. Those were probably his parents in there, too. Um, and maybe he, like, low-key <laughs> had a thing for her. That's what I thought. I, I think he, like... To- yeah, sorry. No, go ahead. Go oh, ahead. I think he low-key had a thing for her, but I think also he was a little gaslighty when he was mm-hmm. like, well, my parents died in a fire, too. Like, my parents died, and, you know, I know what it's like. Like, blah, blah, like To not kind of, have a home. Yeah, like, he was just very, like, like... But because not, they all are like that. Remember when anybody dies in that... When the people jumped off the cliff, they're all, like, cool. Totally. Which people like us would be, like what the fuck yeah um whereas i think maybe the death of his parents it's just something like he was just trying to relate to her in that moment yeah it did seem like he was trying to kind of like minimize her struggle though in a way maybe oh, it's see. just me did you kind of catch that all when they're sitting on the bed yes and she's crying 
I thought that was him trying to be like, well, also when he was like, does Christian feel like home? That was like very mm. like to me because yeah. he didn't. And you could tell on her face when he said that, that that was like triggering for her. Totally. Um, Can we talk about that shot where she walks into the bathroom and then she's in the plain bathroom? Oh, that was, was great. That good? <laughs> Such a good shot. Mm-hmm. That was yeah. when he was talking to her on the couch. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so relating to this conversation, um, Pele, I don't think Pele, I think like, I, th- I think they might have made Pele an oracle type in the cult after the events because of that line. Because I think it, it was very, per- Ariaster is like a very pur- purposeful like writer director. Um, but like I said, that beginning scene where you see it in his eyes, like it clicks mm-hmm. when he's like, oh, I think it's a good thing you're coming. Which is like, yeah, it's my birthday. Well, like when we're going to be there. Um, also in the script, it says that uh, Pele's a Taurus. Oh, yeah. Wait, is that a <laughs> like, good sign? Taurus yeah. love and, uh, cancer, and they're and they're like at their astrological match. match. Yeah. So are they they finna fuck? That's they my question. Fuck. They gonna but fuck? You put their signs in the yeah. <laughs> I love that. Yeah, I don't. I, I can't remember how they um how it was written in the script, but it's made explicit that he's a Taurus and she's a Cancer. Well, um, but it's obvious he's a cancer because yeah. if you guys know, mm-hmm. like we all do, fucking July, early July's cancer season. Yeah, Ill. so glad it's <laughs> over. But um, but I think in terms of like how she he was gaslighting, he was definitely gaslighting, but he, he also meant it at the same time. It's like a weird. It was kind of a weird combo it, of both a, of our yeah. theories. <laughs> yeah, because I believe they do care about the people in their fucking cult. Yeah, but then also it's like. Because they're so fucking crazy, they're willing to, like, brush off the other fucked up shit that they do to, like, just people who they need to sacrifice. Mm-hmm. Or even their own people. So it's like, it's like that. The end justifies the, the means. gray area. That, yeah, that weird. Yeah. Limbo, almost. It's just, like, weird ass people. It's like a detachment. It's like they're they're attached to a certain point, but, like. It can go they, off. They can yeah. turn it off. Yeah, it's, um, like, crazy. Just what they're used to, I guess. That's how they brought up. Where, yeah. where does she do now? What happens after? That's my main question. There's does- more. There's more Midsummer days because that was only the first few days, and it's a nine day <laughs> yeah. festival. So, but other- they sacrificed everybody that they needed to. Yes. So now they just feast. It's just I fun. think they just feast. Yeah. yeah. Just up. How did you guys feel about um, his sister? Do you think that was kind of planned all along to go after Christian? His sister. Yes. Pele or this sister, the oh, gingers. Yeah, the, the they call each girl. other family. But oh yeah, yeah I guess. Sister. I thought yeah. for some reason I thought it was like his actual sister. Um, I didn't think about that. But that was definitely planned. Where she put and the, the whole ritual of like putting your period blood in their drink and oh, like yeah. that was comical. Ew. <laughs> I was literally like, his drink is orange, and Ashley yeah. was like, yes, girl. <laughs> yeah. you noticed. Yeah, yeah. I know that's the first time because like he honed in on that, you know, like because yeah. mm-hmm. after after they find the pube and then he just that, does that little slow <laughs> focus. He on loves the, drink. the slow. Yeah, he's like, yeah, he's drinking period blood, bitches. I but also, sh- oh. oh, go ahead. Oh no, I wasn't saying. I thought oh. you said, but also <laughs> I was just oh, I making was saying, a face. <laughs> yeah, I loved when um, I'm bad about the names, but the main like matriarchal woman mm-hmm. calls him in to be like, "You guys are astrological matches. You should fuck." <laughs> um, and he does. The only thing he responds to is, "I think I ate your daughter's pube." Yeah, <laughs> and she was like, "That sounds about right." Yeah, like, a lot of comical views in oh, that yeah. like very. Very blatant. Yeah. I wish I was on shrooms when I watched it, now that I think oh, about no. it. Yeah. <laughs> it was like how like trippy that. everything was. Mm-hmm. And like when he flipped the camera upside down, I was like, oh my. I actually, 
when I saw it was Simon triggering the, the fact that the guy's name is Simon and he's like tall and light skinned and has I was like oh my god <laughs> um, when we saw it the second time we were in the first row which I don't ever oh, recommend I watching hate. a movie in the first row but there was no seats available and it was yeah, like yeah. pick your own and I got motion sickness because you know how he kind of like zooms in and like he flips the camera upside yeah. down in certain scenes I was like oh my god yeah um, it's very yeah. accurate actually how it is to be on shrooms so that's what my friend said she was like this is this is exactly what it feels like and i was like oh i mean I never want to do they, that they were really <laughs> um let me see how do i how would i say this without incriminating myself off the record no, <laughs> <laughs> allegedly shrooms are um <laughs> when you take when you microdose the effects won't be as intense like it is in a movie but allegedly it can get that intense and you everything like kind Pulses. of breathes yeah i loved that part Bre- yeah everything breathes like you see the trees breathing mm-hmm. the grass breathing um do you think that ari aster and a cinematographer took yes they have <laughs> absolutely 100 percent we're it's fact we're saying it now breaking news on culture <laughs> ari aster facts are facts shrooms. america <laughs> <laughs> they love shrooms or someone i he wrote the script he likes He's, he's a shroom head. Yeah. A shroom head. But yeah, it's very accurate. Um, he was also going through a breakup when he wrote this too. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Hey. Yes. <laughs> Get it? Which explains a lot. I wonder yeah. um, who he was in the relationship. Oh. He's, no, the, he's, he's Danny. Danny. He's Danny. 100%. He's fucking Danny. <laughs> he's like, it's a I'm very one-sided, one-sided view. Did you? Oh, oh wait. I want to get into that. But like, Ooh. no, yeah. Go I actually didn't. Everyone's like, Danny's needy. Danny's needy. And I feel like she wasn't. She was not needy. She needed just like a like regular. A healthy relationship. Yeah. Like a regular relationship where someone wasn't like emotionally like He didn't even dead. remember it was her fucking birthday. Yeah. Like, like he had to have Pele tell him that it was her fucking. And then. Yeah. Okay. He yeah, was that, half-assed. That scene where where like Pele had to bring the. Or remember gave him the little cupcake or whatever. Mm-hmm. He was trying to light it. And how it wouldn't. Light, Light. Mm-hmm. like the flame was out between them. Mm, yeah, I loved, it. I loved visual, it. A visual thing, but like, oh, I kind of want to save. Okay, now I guess we might as well get into it. So, a lot of people, and I've been reading and listening to like other podcasts. Mm. There's people, usually men, who are like, "Danny's so needy. Like she, she should have gotten out. Like Ew. it's her. Like she, like they're saying that Ew. she. Usually men. <laughs> you usually men. Yeah, they they're saying basically like they're both adults that she should have been more mature about it and left about what about just not that's not how relationships work i know know. (laughs) it was really infuriating with this guy and he could tell he was totally on christian because like the the point of debate that i've heard in red is that did christian deserve what he deserved at the end i mean death no yeah but (laughs) debatable (laughs) it's just so should we just say really quick so people know what we're talking about? If you guys haven't seen Midsommar, how Christian dies. Does someone want to talk about, say the... Oh, he gets sacrificed. He gets put in a bear suit, a literal bear suit, mm-hmm. and sacrificed with everybody. And the reason he gets sacrificed is... Were you, was that what you were going to say? No, yeah, no, you go, go ahead. Go, 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 go. No, you, say, you go. You're the guest. Oh, well, um, the May Queen picks the last sacrifice. It's from someone from their village or... Like an outsider. Yeah, an outsider. New blood. And you see her sitting there, like I think she was maybe also still fucked up. She looked a little fucked up, like oh no, everything. I don't, I don't think she was you don't sober. Think, you think so? Yes, I'm, because I think again, Ari Aster, he's like okay. When I watched it the second time, this is how I figured 
whenever it showed her POV, like when it cuts to like her part of the story, everything wasn't tripping anymore. And then when it shows Christian at the end, he's still tripping a little bit. Like like right before he gets like the the fucking dust in his face, he's still mm-hmm. tripping. And like you can see it in his world that he's still tripping. Yeah. But like Danny, like but even before that that uh judging, I don't know what you'd call it, that scene where she decides to pick Christian, mm-hmm. she's not tripping anymore. The, there's nothing like Ooh. So she was sober when she made that decision. She's very in much in pain, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Her just like absorbing everything yeah. and she just had that blank because it because he, he makes it a point to show you when they're well, tripping we don't know. Yeah, in the background so her reasoning for picking him mm-hmm. is because she literally caught him cheating on her yeah which is misleading Orgy because cheating on her yeah in the trailer they made it seem a lot different than i think the trailer was very misleading what do you mean yeah it made it seem like she was looking at some fucked up crazy shit yeah and like also the breathing was different it wasn't the the singing it mm-hmm. was the, it was the moaning that you see when, yeah. when they have that moaning crying mm-hmm. scene in the trailer when she's looking through the keyhole but it's like yeah two different two i was i was like oh that's what's happening yeah mm-hmm. um and people say too that christian was possibly um raped too because he was forced to that's what i've heard because he's under the influence and mm-hmm. like He's on shrooms, and they gave him some other shit, like, whatever that But he also, is. like, I mean, I don't know. He definitely wanted to fuck her when he was sober. Yeah, but, but also, I think, during that weird orgy sex scene, too, I don't think he was tripping anymore because his, like, he would have been seeing it. We would have seen it from his yeah. POV that he was still tripping. And I don't think he was tripping anymore. I think when they gave him that, that, um... Was it dust. that smoke thing? Not or, the dust, oh, uh-huh. but like when they yeah. when he first goes, it into sobers the room, him up. It sobers him mm-hmm. up because I noticed we were in the front row for uh, the second viewing at Nighthawk. I was looking, and when after he inhales it, you see his pupils go back to normal size. Mm-hmm. When his pupils were huge, he was still like shrew- or whatever that fucking hallucinogen mm-hmm. he was on. But that shit sobered him up, so he was sober making that decision too. Yeah. Maybe I'm just fucked up, but I wish he wasn't. It, like he was immobilized i wish i could hear his like oh fuck i'm gonna get chosen because you know he was shitting bricks like you're about oh, to yeah. die dude that's yeah. that's the horror of it what that's the part that i yeah. loved the most no i want to like, hear you what you have do- well i was thinking from danny's perspective like oh, no, i, I was angry i was like i want to hear you fucking scream like yeah but the thing that i don't know maybe i'm like I hope if i were to kill my <laughs> significant other i'd be like yeah you can't fucking scream you just have to sit there and be in pain all by yourself in silence Mm-hmm. I think that there's no. there's <laughs> I hate that. <laughs> That's the horror of it. They're yeah. like you can't. He can't even fucking himself. scream. Good. Yeah, because that and that's 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 why when people say this wasn't a horror movie, I'm like, it yeah, it was. fucking. It's not like it's a, not. It's not like a. Yeah, it's not like a um traditional horror like, film. Yeah, or like a. It's what, an art house horror. Yeah, it's art house. That's what it is. Mm. It's literally an art house horror film. It's not going to be The Conjuring or even like Halloween. It's a different kind of horror folk horror i read i'm like okay yeah like the wicker man or mm-hmm. like um the ritual yeah did you guys have like, like a that. favorite scene yeah do you have any like favorite death scenes or very, very like your favorite visual we said we loved it but like what was your favorite visual throughout the whole movie what was yours you're smiling <laughs> i have two okay Ooh. the dance scene was like it was just beautiful and it was fun and it was light and it was just like yeah like it just seemed great but my main favorite scene is when she's like screaming and like crying with all of the other women. Like I was watching that and I was like, this looks fucking great. Like I would love to like <laughs> get my grief out like together. And I was actually talking. I did not have 
haven't looked into this to see if it's actually real, but I was talking to my roommate and she was like, yeah, I actually think that's like a type of like therapy or meditation. Mm -hmm. Like, yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's got like a name where like you and like a bunch of people get together and like scream together. And it just like, it's, it was very cathartic. I was like, that looks great. Um, Do you guys remember that meme where there's someone dressed as the Grinch in yoga? Yes. No. <laughs> and he screams? Yeah. That's... No. <laughs> yeah, I'll send it to you. There. It's like an old vine, I And think. it's like me in yoga. Yeah, like, it's like, <laughs> and it's like a guy dressed up in a full Grinch suit sitting amongst all these people on yoga mats. And the yoga instructor's like, now just let everything out. And the Grinch is like, he does this high pitch. He shrieks. Like, <laughs> like letting out his pain. Look at Alex's face. Just like, no, I, I would not want that. But um, I think my favorite visual was definitely the end. Her in that flower cape thing mm-hmm. was so gorgeous. It was like, I don't know, there was something about that costume that was like very like striking to me. It was like, it's beautiful. Because it was weird because it, it was like, you could tell it was like kind of dragging her down. Like mm-hmm. it was heavy, which is also like a very... But it's not what's the word? Not oxymoron, but like another like conflicting thing because flowers are not heavy, mm-hmm. but there's so many flowers that they was the weight was keeping her from moving like fluidly. I kind of like that juxtaposition. There you go. Mm-hmm. Like yeah, like what? Why are flowers making her like you know feel like she could barely move? But like that flower cape was gorgeous. So definitely that. And again, like I think the visual in the beginning with the with the police lights and them going through the house was very creepy and spooky. Mm-hmm. But those are my favorites. What about you, Alex? Mine was the old people dying. Same. Oh, yeah. <laughs> the, like, the faces of them, like, uh, it was yeah. so gory. We didn't talk I've about, never we seen, like, anything like that. We haven't mm. talked about the gore in this movie yet. Mm. The, the, the gore that there is there. Yeah, I was like, like, there's very few moments. <laughs> Jeanette's like? getting ready. Um, I also enjoyed that very much because they actually, one, show her fucking splat yeah. on the... Con- or on the rock mm. and then not only do they pan to the people but then they pan back to her and her <laughs> face like comes up slow motion yeah. and you see literally everything and then back down and that was another moment where everyone in the audience was like oh fuck mm-hmm. <laughs> um can you imagine be- still being alive after throwing yourself i mean like the second guy <laughs> the second guy that was Ugh. dark and then yeah. they showed it too yeah and it was his silent yeah. it was silent <laughs> when they slammed those fucking Oh God. God! Yeah, I I ordered food and I didn't eat until after that scene. I was like, <laughs> Megan was like, "Are you waiting?" I'm like, "No, yes. I ate. I tried to eat <laughs> before can't. any of that happened. Like, I knew I was like, eat quickly yeah. <laughs> before anything happens. Eat quickly. Like, yeah. Oh, so, and like I read too, like that's like from people who are like first responders and work in hospitals. Like, it's a very accurate, really, yeah, to how you if you were to jump off a cliff face first. That's how your face would look like. And same thing with the legs. Oh, my God. Mm. Oh, yeah, because he jumps, like, straight close down. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, I loved it. I and enjoyed it. The fucking close-ups, too, where they just hit his face three times. Slow-mo. <laughs> it was a very – it reminded me of the hereditary with the decapitated head. Oh, yeah, because they yeah. did that quick close-up again. Yeah. yeah. Something that I noticed with – that like something that I was like oh that's very hereditary-esque when they go into the chicken coop and he's mm-hmm. got like the blood eagle or whatever the fuck it is mm-hmm. didn't they do that in hereditary in the attic yes they had someone I was like oh okay like, yeah it's a it's that visual where like he looks up and you're like oh fuck what is he seeing what is mm-hmm. he seeing and it's like that slow pan yeah in hereditary is him watching his fucking mom get saw her own head off mm-hmm. and then this one it's like a guy 
still fucking breathing. That's a strong. It, it's like a Viking you're, thing. Yeah. And then the imagery that you're thinking of is at the very end. Remember? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wait. Um, Wait. In her yeah. hereditary, where they have someone sprawled out. They have someone sprawled out, in like the in the tree house or something. Yeah. Oh, you mean that weird mannequin thing? Yeah. yeah. That's what she's saying. Reminds her of. Oh, gotcha. Mm-hmm. Okay. I, I thought you were talking about, you're doing like talking the, about slow the attic. Pan. No, the sorry. The I house. mixed it up. I yeah. It's been a while. The, tree, yeah. the attic is the mom saying, yeah, the tree house is where, like, yeah, he's like, what the fuck? And, and it's, it's almost, like, like, beautiful. Yeah. Like, he had the flowers in mm-hmm. his eyes, and it was just, like. Yeah, it was a very, it was stunning, but also fucked up. Because, yeah. Because then they, it, they, they do the slow pan back once you see that, you know, they start from under his face. He has flowers in his mouth and his eyes, and it kind of goes over his body. And when you see that he's being suspended, mm-hmm. you see he's being sus- suspended by his flesh, but then it pans back a little more. And you see that his lungs are still breathing. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing that I didn't understand. I was like, so is he not dead? No, he's he's really? probably brain dead for sure. Yeah, but, but um, his body was his body still. was still like, which mm. is fucking disgusting. The chickens are flying up and pecking at him, and yeah, he's. <laughs> I love gore, but like um. <laughs> Well, I was gonna. Oh fuck! I was there was a point to that that I wanted to bring up about that. Oh, that blood. So the the blood eagle scene. It reminded me very much of um Hannibal. I know you guys. Oh, he watched does. That. He does Did do watch? it in Hannibal. Yeah, yeah. We watched it recently. Hannibal and uh. Was but it? It, that's more like he does it like in a Jesus pose. Yeah, Silence mm. of the Lambs. Silence yes, the I remember. Lambs. Yes. Yeah, Silence of the Lambs. He does. He does that with the. Was it the cop or the the cop? Do- yeah, it was the cop. And then, uh, on the show Hannibal too, there's a scene where they they're chasing a serial killer. And the serial killer gives the people he kills wings, and they're like in a praying position, and their wings are flesh. So it's like very, like very stunning but fucking disgusting visuals, which is what I love about that TV show. If you guys haven't watched it yet, but um, yeah, it's fucking. What, what's the other gory? It's nothing really gory besides those, besides the cliff and mm-hmm. the. Mm-hmm. I mean, to, your definition, you know, like the bear was kind of gory, but it looked really fake. Remember when they cut the bear open and Aww. they were like, yeah, so, they didn't have to do that. <laughs> well, I know. I was like. Leave the bear alone. <laughs> yeah. My friend that I was watching that with, who I told you about, mm-hmm. he, um, so like part of the things that fucked him up, he was like, so what's interesting about this? And like when they show them making the runes and stuff, like mm-hmm. during Midsummer, they actually have like little workshops like those for kids. Like those are actual things that happen, which is interesting. And then also, like, I had mentioned this to you, and I just, like, double-checked to make sure that this was real. All the illustrations that are in the, like, the cabins and stuff are, like, based on real, like, a real illustration style that's um, really present in, like, Hossingland. Is that where they were? Mm-hmm. Okay. So that, and it's, like, only, like, two dudes, like, still do it, and it's, like, back from, like, the like medieval yeah like 1500s like Mm -hmm. it's like an old style so like anyway no since we were speaking of visuals yeah speaking yeah the drawings like literally the writings on the wall for this movie again like Ari Aster was not trying to hide the fact that this wasn't going to be like a whodunit Mm -hmm. movie he's like no these this is a typical horror trope Americans go to a foreign country and they die off in some weird ritualistic like you know um style but like the fact that he put everything on the wall. So the first time, it was very apparent. They show the bear scene at the end when Christian's staring in Syl. I think her name was Syl, the matriarch, in Syl's mm-hmm. house. And it's like a bear literally burning. That scene is also in that main house where all the, the younger kids stay in. There's also um, 
the scene, the orgy scene is in there. That was very blatant. It was above Christian's bed. And um, what was the other scene? I wrote it down, actually. I mean, there's a bunch. Like, the period scene. That was, like, definitely foreshadowing. They show, like, how people... The love story. Mm-hmm. Oh, like, no, yeah, no, yeah. Like- yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, those three, those are the are, uh, more obvious ones. Mm-hmm. So that bloody eagle scene's on the wall, too. Oh, interesting. Yeah, I was really looking, like, I was furiously Same writing. Same with mm-hmm. their... Uh, language or like the symbols that they use mm-hmm. like the, a lot of the them runes. actually mean something and mm-hmm. it's like stands for like strength and so Danny's like the dress that she's wearing it has like a symbol for strength I think on it and there was a bunch of other ones too I was reading I was like he genuinely does his fucking research yeah the rune that so remember when um what's the black guy's name Mark no Mark's the one who got skinned um mm-hmm. Josh so the black guy, I remember how he's yes. talking to the elder and he's like, they're talking about that bullshit with the oracle. Like, yeah, yeah the oracle like draws and we interpret. And, um, but then like it shows like the, the, the before, before the, the mentally handicapped kid takes Stop. over. And literally that's what he is. Like he's a mentally handicapped. That's what you call it. Like that's why, that's, that's another thing. Like that's how Ari's saying that this is all bullshit. These people are following stuff that a mentally handicapped kid is drawing. That's yeah. another, that's his, his uh how do you say it, satirical take mm, on religion mm-hmm. basically yeah but um so before he flips to the pages where you can tell like someone's just coloring over it there's like a bunch Literally. of runes yeah and like the elder po- points out this is the rune for grief and that's mm-hmm. the same rune that's on danny's dress it's oh, the so grief rune. Just, is it the grief one? and okay. there, there's two runes though there's oh, two okay. runes so maybe there's, like, one of them is definitely grief interesting so maybe like a grief, grief and, and strength. Then strength that would mm-hmm. make sense yeah and also when he's drawing her pele isn't there's like a little Symbol. Flower. He draws with the flower crown, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, he draws her with a flower crown. And like crown in like on. the bottom corner, like where you would like oh, yeah. sign your name, like an artist. It's like a little rune. rune. Mm-hmm. Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah, and I don't remember which one it was, but I know there was one. Hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of fucking shit in this. Um, let me see. Yeah, the cliff jumps also on the wall too. The bear burning a bunch of penises. <laughs> Uh, a bunch of dicks. A bunch of dicks on the too wall. Too many dicks. And they, it looks like they show, like, other rituals, too, that are just not shown but just implied. Like, there's a there's a picture of a man who has arrows through his chest and his crotch is on fire. Uh, maybe he yeah. had an STD. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> and also the ritual with the with – the, um, that was cut out from the movie with the torches and the river is on the wall. Mm-hmm. And remember the beginning of the movie where that very, like the very first culty scene with the old people who are going to do the sacrificial thing, the, the matriarch, the woman lights their torch. Mm-hmm. That's also on the wall too. So basically all their rituals are on the wall. And if these kids mm-hmm. would just pay attention, they would like, <laughs> oh, some fuck is this? if I shit. saw some fucked up shit on the wall, I would be yeah, like, what okay, gotta go. G-G-G. Well, they didn't even let you go at that yeah, point. You're, once wouldn't. you walked in there, you're fucked. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I mean, like, you don't really have it. I mean, if they wanted you to be sacrificed, who knows? And they're like, here's some strawberries. <laughs> yeah. I think that's another stylistic thing with Ari, like literally the writings on the wall, because hereditary too. There's like weird writing on the wall, the spells mm-hmm. and well, shit. When she did also the, like the, the mini, the mini, the miniatures too. Yeah. 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 What? But remember like, oh, sorry. Really quick, uh, I'm gonna caffeinate out. <laughs> Sorry, um, the the writing on the wall thing. I really said to see if there's more. I need some. But like, also like, yeah, her. I remember like that scene where the mom sees that spell casting on the wall. She doesn't do anything about it. Yeah, it's like I think that's like another like callback to this. Like, there's literally they're looking at the walls, but they're just not really absorbing it. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is like you know 
horror trope but what are you about to say sorry for cutting off so now that people are murdered like what happened <laughs> they had to have been like mom i'm going away on this vacation oh, and yeah. they don't come home I, Is she if gonna- i was christian's mom i wouldn't miss him That's <laughs> um, um but like literally everyone yeah, that's I, a good question. Right? I, what do you, I don't know. But also, like, they're in the middle of fucking Sweden. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And I feel like they get rid of the evidence. Like, mm-hmm. maybe they don't actually they really know where they're going. You know what I mean? They're just, we're going to oh, a midsummer yeah. thing. Also, I forgot to mention this, too. Like, the hall, when they say welcome to Halsingland, there's, like, in underneath the banner. Remember how they're driving into it and then that cool like artsy thing he does where he twists it upside down mm-hmm. but i looked at it and it it says end mass immigration in swedish underneath the walking what? to halsingland interesting and i i had to double check but i looked at it because i looked i don't know how to speak fucking swedish but it looked like <laughs> immigration mm-hmm. in the underneath and i looked it up on reddit and the like some guy translated that says end mass immigration to halsingland and the fact that when you think about the cult too they're all fucking white of course like blonde hair mostly blonde there's brunettes in there too but like the fact that Danny's also blonde and blue eyed and Christian is red haired and white (sighs) yeah Yeah. and um in the beginning of the film too where the um where Pele that's that scene where they're talking like oh it's a good idea that you're coming um again in the fort in the foreground on that table in Mark's house there's a book and it says the Nazi oh yeah book. there's like not there's literally a Nazi book on the table how and it actually pointed that out and I was like the fuck what's his name Pele no how is Josh okay with this but because they're anthropologists yeah uh, that's field and, of study and that's why and that's why like when normal people are like what the fuck when you get the fuck out of here but they're yeah. anthropology students and like oh yeah we need to write all this we're in visual yeah we're gonna like bring this to the world we're gonna research this so that is also a good grounding to why these people would still stay here if that mm-hmm. makes sense because they want to like get that research but yeah basically on that table in mark's room when pele and danny are having that talk about oh yeah it's a good thing that you're coming to sweden i can't remember the title of the book but basically it's like a book that says the secret language the secret nazi language of something something yeah and it's basically the I, and it's a real thing too like nazis used runes and stuff for like some sort of yeah secret language kind of thing which is very interesting, interesting. and then they go to this town where there's no people of color and mm-hmm. you know so i think ari's like saying something about that too because i think in europe in sweden too they're having their own little fucking far right kind of no immigration kind of yeah. thing yeah they are too right now which brings it to like present time so mm-hmm. you know but um what else there's like a lot of like fucking easter eggs in this shit that I was like furiously writing down in the theater did you notice anything um, about like, you alex yeah you've been quiet hmm? <laughs> you've, you've been absorbing our our talk with like mm-hmm. any points you want to bring up not right now not right now <laughs> okay she's like i'm just listening um what about you? You yeah. haven't even gotten to page two. Oh, well, these are, I feel like we've gotten to, like, some of the dumb notes. Oh, <laughs> um, Wait, what? One, one says, dying in a bear suit in the middle of summer in a fire. That's fucking hot. <laughs> <laughs> That's fucking hot. Literally. And then something else that I noticed mm-hmm. um, that is not an Easter egg. Did you all see the ornate butter sculpture <laughs> things in the middle of the table? 
Wait. I'm like, what bitch sat down and did like that's your job for the day? Sit down and carve this butter for hours. You didn't How did see it that? Not melt. No. <laughs> it was. It was pretty. What were they? They were literally like butter cubes, but, like, but yeah. had like these ornate, like beautiful carvings. I'm like, that attention to detail is obsessive. But mm-hmm. that's what makes the visuals so incredible. Yeah, that's what makes an Ari Aster movie mm-hmm. awesome. Um, are there like weird stuff in the background that I was paying attention to just to write? The scarecrow in Mark's apartment, and I'm assuming it's Mark's apartment because they go into his room. There's a scare, a picture of a scarecrow, like the scarecrow from Wizard of Oz above his fridge, and he's the one who gets stuffed with straw mm-hmm. at the end of the movie. Oh, same like with Danny. There's that scene in her room. There's like a bear. Yes, the um, art. Yeah, the art in her room as well. It's like what a girl and a bear, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, like a, a big bear and a girl kissing a young it. Girl. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and in the scene too, where remember how she calls Christian? She's like, my sister's freaking out, and then like he hangs up, and the guy's like, you break up with her, dude. Whatever, above um, Christian's head, there's a picture of a lion. So the cowardly lion from Wizard of Oz. Oh, I didn't mm-hmm. even think it. And then, he did like, say Wizard of Oz. Yeah. He did. And then I think how it might tie into, you know, they all go to this foreign land. It's pretty, blah, blah, blah. But with Josh, I'm, I read on Reddit, they're trying to really connect it. Like, maybe he's, like, supposed to be, like, the Tin Man because, like, he was watching all the, like, the the cliff jumping scene but he didn't care like he doesn't have a heart basically oh, yeah. like he just uh, he observed it with no empathy kind yeah. of thing but then the rest of the characters didn't really have the rest of the guys didn't really have empathy the only people who had empathy were the people from England mm-hmm. who really who tried out. to leave yeah. and then Danny yeah they didn't really even like what's his name Mark he was like Mark. why didn't you wake me up for that like, yeah. yeah fuck that guy it, it was really funny that you could see him vaping I, the whole time was I was like just vape down he was fucking vaping he was actually me. one of my favorites because I hated him so much yeah like you know that guy you know a guy exactly yeah, like that yeah everyone here. just like a piece of shit just a fucking bro um something that I noticed though so you know that stress like scent thing that Pele tries to give Danny when they're talking and she's like I don't fucking want that at least I think I saw it. So she's like, it's so it's after that conversation, and she's like going and talking to someone. Like people are kind of freaking out, and she's like, she just kind of she doesn't fluff it off, but she like acts a little bit more chill than she typically would. And you see her lift her hand up, and she has that in her hand. Mm-hmm. When was yeah. the point where they would have like transferred it then well, on the bed? Like, cause you know, like he has, he's like, does Christian feel like home? Yeah. And then they, they don't show, like they zoom out. Right. Mm-hmm. And then later I feel like I saw her with it. Interesting. I saw that the first time I saw it and I was like, oh, she's got the stress she ball or whatever it. it is. So she does take it basically. Mm-hmm. I need one of those. Yeah. Yeah. And the scene where Connie gets taken too, you hear her scream. And nobody mm-hmm. else pays attention. Yeah. And the, it shows like the lack of empathy too. It's like, you see the scream repeated. It, it wasn't like she kept screaming. It's like they showed the scream from three points of view. So from Mark, from Josh, from Christian, and then from Danny. And Danny's the only one who kind of acts like, whoa, what is that? What, when she's, like, baking or whatever. Yeah. Which is, like, a very interesting um, cue. Mm-hmm. Um, I think another uh, another thing I noticed, too, how they kept saying, like, the black one. I'm like, fuck, these racist-ass Nazi cult. They Because the, the bad guy in their, like, folktale, they call it the black one. yeah they they call it the black one i hate that yeah um another weird thing i noticed at the wall scene that kid breaks the fourth wall yes did you notice that he looks at the audience Mm -hmm. it's like panning up at the um the cliff 
and everything's blurred in the distance and he just kind of looks like, down looks and looks at, at you he looks at the audience like he breaks the fourth wall with like a mm-hmm. weird smile on his face okay wait i'm don't know what's happening breaking the fourth wall but like i don't want to call this scene at all so it, yeah it's it's very quick because okay. like i think you're very tense from like what's gonna happen what's gonna happen yeah. but like like basically it shows the cliff and there's a kid in the foreground like when they're all walking towards the cliff mm-hmm. and he's very present he's like off the side to the screen and yeah. he kind of turns and smiles and looks at you so it's like a very like weird art house like artistic thing that yeah. ari did like yeah shit's about to go down like that kind of thing oh interesting i didn't yeah. even notice that yeah um and the um oh also i noticed there's a face there's a fucking face um you remember when Danny gets crowned the May Queen and then they lift her up on that thing and they carry her like she's standing up mm-hmm. and they're carrying her through the crowd? Her fucking sister's face is in the trees. A hallucination of her sister's fucking face. Ooh. Like, yeah. That was the only part <laughs> that really scared me in that movie was when she went in the bathroom and she turns to the sister. Oh, you her sister see was there. That yeah. Was, but interesting. Yeah, it's like it's in oh, wait, the... wait, and her parents. Like, she hallucinates and sees her parents too, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. She, she sees her mom after she gets crowned. Walking through the crowd. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And then when she's like being lifted on that thing and they're carrying her to the next part of the ritual or the the table i think is it behind her it's in the tree so Can it's in the background and you see oh. like you see two eyes a nose and something that could be impl- like a dark shadow on the tree that looks like the hose and one of the eyes looks all milky like it does in the beginning mm-hmm. i just she find a screenshot didn't she see didn't it. see it okay. it's just in the background like while she's still tripping and hallucinating Crazy. and i loved to like while in that dinner scene where she's like fucking tripping out to like you could see like she's like grabbing the, the dinner the knives and she's like looking at everyone and you can tell she's tripping so hard that poor girl and like her fucking flowers all winking and shit yeah. like, <laughs> it's like I that girl I want to do that yeah, yeah. Hey, hey let's do summer. it yeah. I mean your friend to take us allegedly oh, okay. I heard it's fun if you microdose allegedly <laughs> allegedly well she had a tea allegedly right the tea is strong yeah allegedly. I don't know they, I don't no, know. yeah they made the, tre- the tea yeah but uh, yeah, apparently, allegedly, it's strong. Allegedly, yeah. allegedly, it's you need a. <laughs> okay. So then we. <laughs> but but I think I I want to close out this conversation with, um, saying how this movie, the point of the movie, isn't about the cult; it's about the breakup. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's and that's what I had to. Was that a dog? That was a dog. Was a dog. <laughs> let's go get it. <laughs> let's go. Let's go save it. Oh yeah. What, oh, that is another scene I should bring up. I just no, remembered. don't say it. I already know. <laughs> don't. Nobody needs to know what the dogs. So there's a scene in the script where there's another sac- a ritual shown, and they sacrifice nine different kind of animals. Mm-hmm. And I'm glad they didn't do. That. I'm glad they didn't because I would have walked out of that fucking movie. I, that's like my, my limit. Kill all the children. <laughs> I can mm-hmm. handle that. Don't kill fucking animals. But like they string the animals up, and they're all alive still, and they slit their throats. Stop it. Not, I'm just saying, yeah, nine different kind of animals. One of them's definitely a dog. And then, like, the blood <laughs> flows down from the sacrifices, and it forms, like, a rune on the grass because of the way that they dig the earth out, uh-huh. which would have made a very interesting visual. I just don't want to see animals dying on Yeah, I'm, mm-hmm. I mean, that's what they do to fucking pigs and cows, and <sighs> right? Like, God. Yeah. So maybe he should have yes. put it in. Maybe yeah. PETA would have liked that. PETA um, would have liked that. <laughs> I don't, oh, yeah. They wouldn't have liked that, but maybe it's, like, a point that he is making about animal cruelty yeah but yeah the very the ending <laughs> just to, <laughs> poor Peta is gonna come for me the ending scene was also i think my favorite because that music is so fucking beautiful and that's the song jeanette walked in on me listening to in my room being a creep <laughs> but like it's so cathartic 
mm-hmm. and it, it and it tests the audience like what like yeah did, did christian deserve this death no mm-hmm. i don't think so no but that's the, that's the horror that's the horror of it though like well that she can be flipped you know she loved this person so much but like between the trauma and then like also like just kind of the manipulation of the cult like you can get there yeah and like and also being fucked up for like a solid like three days <laughs> i feel like can get you there too um but yeah like people read that ending as a happy ending because remember she's crying mm-hmm. and while everyone's burning inside this uh temple so the uh, like basically all the americans and the english pe- british people they all get sacrificed in different ritualistic ritualistic ways um, Danny chooses Christian to be the final sacrifice. There's also four people from the cult who get sacrificed too. Did you want to touch on that? The, yeah. The zealot? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Fuck, I forgot about that. There's so Sorry. much shit. So, no, no, thank you for bringing that up. So, like, one of the people, so remember the two volunteers, um, Pele's brother, the one who brought the British couple? I thought they were, like, kind of, like, willingly sacrificed because yeah. they didn't bring something of... Like, they didn't bring as much as Pele did. Yeah, no, they volunteered. They volunteered. Interesting. They're fucking crazy. So one of them is the guy who brought the two, mm-hmm. the, the British couple, Connie and The guy Simon. who actually looked kind of nervous before yeah. he was about to die in a fire. Yeah. And then the other one was the guy who got mad at um, The guy for Mark. pissing on the tree. Yeah, for pissing on the tree. And he's also the guy who wore his skin when that scene, where, like, they knock out the black kid, Josh. He's the one wearing Mark's skin as a suit. He's also the guy when the two people were about to jump off the cliff. Oh, yeah. He's, like, he's, rubbing his hands, and mm-hmm. he's excited. Like, he's, like, a zealot. sicko. And mm-hmm. because of that, at the end of the scene, whenever how the elders, like, feel no pain or blah, 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 and he yeah. gives them, like, something for the yew tree. Again, it's, like, Ari's take on religion and, like, Colton saying, like, this is all bullshit. Like, he's, they're literally feeding you bullshit because once the fire gets him, it's, he's screaming because yeah. he feels it. Mm-hmm. So I kind of like that that allegory, too. But, like, well, yeah, the ending scene was definitely my favorite. It's so fucking beautiful, and I love how, like, that buildup, it's like a 10-minute buildup, that song, mm-hmm. where it shows them bringing every, like, dead corpse into the temple, and it's, like, you hear, like, it's a beautiful, like, string orchestral arrangement but then you hear the sounds of dissonance underneath like basically how do you, you're a musician or a musician like notes that are flat and they don't belong in there kind of like creeping in there to like yeah yeah kind of unnerve Build you a the suspense mm-hmm. so it's like it, it's beautiful the main part of the song is very beautiful but there's like little weird dissonant flat off notes in there yeah i kind of love that combo and like fucking christian's in a bear suit and he can't do anything he can't move he can't scream and he's just getting burnt alive it's like the horror of that it's so so good fucking crazy but yeah i don't think he deserved that death but it's like people are like when she smiles at the end because everyone in the cult's like outside the temple mm-hmm. feeling their pain and right once they start screaming inside they start screaming and reacting and crying whatever danny's crying because she She's like, fuck, I'm killing my boyfriend. But then at the end, she starts smiling. But some people are like, oh, yeah, she had her catharsis. It's a happy ending. And I'm like, no, I see it as a dark ending because now she's going to be roped into this fucking cult shit. You yeah, know? but like, I think she's, like, ready for it. You think so? Like, yeah, she's I think she's fucking down. I, don't know, I saw it as a dark ending. People are like, it's a happy ending. I'm like, no, it's a dark ass ending Maybe for me. Maybe a happy ending for her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I think it's a happy ending. Oh shit! Yeah, I don't. Yeah, well, Ari said it's a it's a fairy tale, like a dark, fucked up fairy tale. And yeah. I why do you that. think it's happy? Yeah. Because I think that there's just 
I think the last burden in her life was always him. And now, like, she has this huge weight that's been lifted. And now she has, like, a, a new family around her that's going to, like, take care of her. Mm-hmm. So I think that it's, like, she's free. And yeah. I think she realizes that. Like, there's nothing – there's no negativity, like, holding holding her back anymore. Mm-hmm. Yes. I think that correlates to, like, with that visual of the cape just, like, holding her down. And she's, like, struggling with it, I think. Yeah. Like, that weight – of that relationship holding well, her back I mean her sister was definitely holding her back a lot too and she was always tense and anxious and like worried about her as well mm-hmm. so it's just like an accumulation of everything and forgot to add in that I that the there's a heaven's gate reference in when the who's the the black guy who's Josh or Not, Simon it's Josh Josh yeah Josh is sleeping and his like shoes are out and then there's like the blanket over his head and that's how oh. people yes. die in Heaven's Gate oh. oh that's a cool throwback mm-hmm. so and they were Nikes too right yeah yeah <laughs> one to ten flower crowns so we can close this out <laughs> <laughs> what do you give this I give it an eight eight flower crowns yeah mm. I loved it I give it a nine nine flower crowns Ashley definitely nine okay i give it i also give it like an eight and a half nine mm. we had gold chat where the flower crowns of the may queens here <laughs> yeah. yeah if you again like we said it's a slow burn if you can't handle not handle if you don't like a slow 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 if you're gonna up, be a will and fall asleep yeah don't <laughs> you could try to watch this movie but just don't expect constant jump scares and it also it's not as dark as um dark and gripping as hereditary it's gripping in a different way it's like more cathartic it's more emotional yeah more cathartic more emotional was hereditary like there was no hope at the end (laughs) you know (laughs) and then like this movie there is hope in a weird fucked up way there's hope for danny there's hope for danny but you know four americans and two british people are gone they knew you know what they would say to you? They'd be like, oh, yeah, they just went big backpacking and they never showed back up. Yep. They fell off a cliff. Mm-hmm. And all, I think also the thing like where they say every 90 years. Mm-hmm. That's, you don't that, think that so? Maybe that, I think that might be how they get away with it because I think that temple thing, no, it happens more than once. It yeah, definitely happens more than once. How did his parents die in a fire? That yeah. You said it happens before. like how often does he go to midsummer? Well, that's the thing is it's, it does, it's not supposed to happen every midsummer. It's supposed to happen every 90 years as the sacrifices. Oh, I see. Yeah. yeah. So I, I think that that's bullshit though, a little bit. You think so? Yeah, because he said his parents died in a fire. <laughs> and he was there, right? Yeah. He's not 90. <laughs> I think I think maybe. I Oh, yeah. I read an interview with Ari that that fire temple, fire temple scene with the happens every 90 years but maybe it only happens every 90 years with new blood with the foreigners mm. but i think maybe they do do that regularly with their own people because at, at that cliff scene you remember how they do that cut and they do the they the put blood their blood hands. on that panel mm-hmm. you can see if there's more above that cliff Ooh, i noticed maybe. that too there's like a bunch more but like we'll have to watch it a third time yeah <laughs> but um yeah overall we cool chat approved I like mm. it. Oh, I'll buy it when it comes out on Blu-ray, DVD, whatever the fuck. Um, um, what are we talking about next week? 
scary stories to tell in the dark yeah Aww. yeah we're actually gonna go on wednesday to see like an early release screening, screening. thank you cbs <laughs> an early screening the day before it comes out. no wednesday right yeah but it comes out thursday Does it? i thought it came out friday. friday i mean you can go see a preview that's so on, weird how movies come out like on thursday i know they used to do the midnight the screenings. midnight i'm really glad that they're now 7 p.m <laughs> <laughs> now that we're older yeah, yeah. we need to get our sleeps in yeah and on that note tune in we're officially back i know we were on like a little hiatus um we make had sh- technical difficulties <laughs> yeah. yeah we'll we'll get those fixed we're, we're working on it um, we're working on it in the meantime you can always go back and listen to our older episodes um at ghoul chat on all streaming little platforms make sure to like subscribe i feel like i'm on a youtube channel every time i do this <laughs> rate us leave nice comments at ghoul chat Mm-hmm. And we will be back. Thank you, Megan. Yeah, for thanks coming. for Megan. Yeah, You're thanks, great. Megan. Thanks for having me, guys. We have to have you back on a, another future app. Yes, please. Yeah, you were great. All right, bye, guys. Bye. Bye. Cool shout out. Bye, bye, bye.